0: What's going on, you Jag-offs? I don't know, I felt like doing Jag-offs instead of boys and girls today. I don't know, I'm feeling it. It's Friday, yet again, The what seems to be the, I don't know, the recording date that we always come to an agreement upon. So, welcome to yet another episode of the Murfanko Experience, Pittsburgh Baseball Now's very own podcast. And with me, as always, I got my two co-hosts with me, Anthony, Murf Dog, Big Bear Murphy, and we got Louisiana Ted in the house what's going on boys how are you feeling
1: feeling good feeling good excited for this episode i think i think
0: oh man
2: uh, I, I don't know I, I'm, I'm shaky <laughs> <laughs> Not uh,
0: confident um, in anything
2: i don't, don't know if i i don't know how i feel about putting this out in the world i'm gonna get yelled at by people
0: oh yeah i i, I got a feeling well, there's gonna be some. welcome to the life of being in the media Yeah, there's definitely going to be some backlash, I'm sure. Um, If you guys have been paying attention to Twitter, uh, I let you guys know that this is about a four week uh, extravaganza for this podcast. We're going to reveal our very own Pirates Prospect Top 30 list. And I tell you what, boys, I don't know about you guys, but I've changed my list about 20 million times since we came up with this idea. And I'm still not confident in it 100%. But it's about as close as I'll be. Let's say you. <laughs> I did my best.
1: I did my best, set it and forget it. But then I still went back and tinkered
2: it. Yeah, I, I pretty much did a set and forget it. because I was even just trying to talk it through my head. And I was telling you guys about, you know, weighing potential versus how they're currently doing at the current level they are, their current age and those kind of things. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's rough, but you know, they say you just got to dive right into it and let's, let's just dive right into it. I'll give my, well, well, hold on before we start, I want to let everyone know that we're going to do prospect number 30 to 21 this week, and then so on and so forth for the following weeks. So for me personally, my 30th ranked prospect is Cody Bolton. Uh, He came back from what seems like five years of injuries and covid Um, And he's finally back and he's actually performed pretty well uh, in Indy. Isn't always quite the starter. Um, And I think that's basically just for limiting innings and seeing how he will react to a pretty full season. First time since 2019. Um, You look at his numbers, carries a 333 ERA. Uh, Let's see here. He pitched 24 in the third innings, gave up 19 hits. And one of the bigger – stats I guess that jumped out to me is that he's holding opponents to a 218 average, which is pretty good. You know, you're one step away from the big the big leagues and you know we're hoping to see Bolton at some point in the majors, but we're not quite sure yet. I'm putting him at number 30 and I'll leave it to you guys who wants to go next with their number 30. And yeah, that, that's mine. Cody Bolton number 30.
2: Well um my number 30 i uh i mean like my like uh bottom three i kind of went with uh three personal guys i, I kind of really like and uh, number 30 um i went with sean sullivan who oh, was uh nice. that's spicy yeah that I, is I, figured spicy. It, I figured it'd be yeah the, the pirates eighth round pick last year at of cow um I mean, he went right straight to Greensboro. He's only 21; doesn't turn 22 until October. And uh, it's a, I guess, and part of it is just the blessing and curse of uh, not being able to watch Greensboro so much. Is this I saw his first and maybe second start, and it's just I like what I saw with him. He looked pretty. He looked rather advanced. He moved the ball well. Had good movement. And uh, he's just someone I'm really interested in seeing how he progresses. I I think he could be a real solid late round pick out of college. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy to think, though,
0: and, you know, the major league draft, how the eighth round is now like deeper than past
2: rounds of like 60 rounds. Yeah. So,
1: you know, so eighth round used to be early. Yeah. Definitely. Mid round.
2: Yeah, well, that's a, and I know. A guy that I was interested in for the last draft, uh, that Chase, uh, Chase Silseth out of Arizona that's mm. already pitching in the majors for the Angels. I think mm-hmm. he was an eighth or ninth rounder. Yeah, <sighs> okay, big bear who you got at 30, man. And
1: the bottom of the list was like coming up with it. I mean, other than a couple of, like flip flaps, the top of the list was really easy. Yeah. Got right here. There is a lot because, like, I'm trying not to hold too much weight on the early season. You know, we're still two months in, so a lot. So, like, I was waiting some of the guys that I didn't have on the top 30 if I wanted to move them in. For 30, I have JC Flyers right now mm. pitching in in Altuna's bullpen, and I was really big on on him going into the season. I think I had him on on P2. I had him in like 2021, 20, if not in the top 20. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a really good leader in the majors at some point. Had a little bit of a rough start to the season, but he's starting to kind of get settled and, and get things going now. So,
0: yeah, yeah. And very- that Altoona bullpen is interesting when you think about it because, you know, they moved Tanaj back in the bullpen, kind of the late inning guy. And JC Flowers was a starter in Greensboro. Then he comes out of the pen. It's an interesting aspect that Altoona has going there with. Not only a starting pitching, mm-hmm. but just their entire roster in general. I like the flowers pick though at yeah. thirty. It's kind of like he's still floating under the radar, but he is performing rather well as of late. So I yeah. get why. Yeah, and they, they, and they, still,
1: they still give him opportunity to do a lot of multi inning stuff too. So yeah. so obviously we saw we've seen with the Pirates bullpen this year how much more valuable that is if you get a guy that can go a couple innings. So they're at least keeping that part intact with him.
0: So with. Number 29, I I wavered back and forth. Like I said, Nola went with, uh, you know, bottom three being more favorites of who to look out for. And, you know, one of my favorite guys, I think I have a little bit of a bias towards him just because I got to know him personally over the offseason. And it's Jack Sawinski. And Sawinski, believe it or not, leads uh, National League rookies in home runs. I think he has six now. And he's put together very professional at bats, you know, jumping from double A all the way to the majors. It's it's a pretty big jump. And the pirates aren't are known to not really care about the triple A as of right now. But like I said, Sawinski's put together professional at bats, he doesn't look lost. And I don't know, he just seems like, if anything, a very good bench bat once the pirates quote unquote contend. And I don't know, I feel pretty confident in placing him on the lower end, but still on the list. The projection
1: on him really hasn't changed too much. Still like probably like a fourth outfielder, but I mean, anytime you get that kind of production out of him. And I wrote about it a little bit too, about like some of the underlying numbers kind of playing in his favor Yeah. still Mm -hmm. despite the start. So Mm -hmm. I like that. I have another pitcher, um, like what I've seen so far with the b being up and, and like him as another guy, as a multi-ending spot starter guy. Um, He's hurt right now, but I have Max Kranick at, at 29 for me. So I
0: think,
1: I think especially with the velocity uptick we've seen, really helps
0: with it. So Now, are you projecting – Are you projecting Kranich to be a late-inning guy or more like a Crow-Peters-type situation? Probably probably more like – he'll probably be
1: like a a Crow-Peters-type guy. I mean, he he can throw multi-innings and and keep the velocity fairly up there, so give him the opportunity to do so. Okay,
2: okay. I know know personally I I don't have Kranich on my list, I guess, just over over time I was hoping maybe he would advance with like his breaking pitches and striking people out and it just – I don't know. I he seems like like I don't know. if Cool's like the right comparison. To make he's to the greatest pitcher that. of all time. Remember? <laughs> yeah, but it, just, as someone who had that huge uptick in velocity, you're like, oh, now he's gonna be really good, and, you're, and you just spent so much time like, well, like okay, the velocity's there now. Like, are other things gonna kind of play off of that? And <laughs> it just never really did, and uh, and then Krannick too, I guess. He's still, with the velocity, the control seems to waver a lot still so too. But um for me, number 29, um I know he's a personal favorite for some. Uh, I, I decided to go with Brendan Malone. I figured I'd still put him on the 30 just because even with all the injuries, it's kind of maybe in part that whole allure of we still don't really know because we haven't been able to see him mm. and just all the info of how good the stuff could be, might be, could be, can, if he has the velocity. And, I mean, he, he's supposed to be back. He should be back shortly. i um, so they keep making it
1: sound like. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and so hopefully he'll debut, I don't know, in the next week, maybe in Brangenton. And he's probably someone that a couple months, if he's healthy and – pitching well I mean he could probably be a quick move to Greensboro
0: oh with the age and everything like that he's young
2: he's I mean he's still pretty young he's only 21 still doesn't turn 22 Mm -hmm. until that's insane to think about
0: all of the setbacks and he still kind of reminds me of Lolo Sanchez where Mm -hmm. he seems like he's 30 but yet his Mm -hmm. age is still way down I I like that pick I, I like it it's I don't know. I've just been extremely disappointed in the fact that we haven't been able to see him all but what two innings of work. It feels like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, for me, like I just need to see him on the field kind of thing. Like everyone knows how I feel about Brandon Malone. So the second he gets on the field and starts pitching Mm -hmm. consistently, uh, like I'll absolutely throw him skyrocketing back up. Yeah. He's someone that
2: can fly up pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, he
1: was, he was. At one point, like Pipeline had him in like the top ten on the Pirates last year, right? Or very if he wasn't Uh, in the top 10, he was like eleven or twelve.
2: His his pre-draft report had him like him and Priester neck and neck and yeah, they were close. Skill and ability and projection.
0: I think they gave Priester the edge. And I would
1: have felt like watching some of their pre-high school stuff that that Malone like it wouldn't have surprised me if people said Malone was ahead of Priester too going into the draft as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then that just completely
0: went out the window. Um, I like that. I, I like it. I like it. Um, the next pick, 28. Uh, it, I, I, I feel kind of sad placing him so down on the list, but, you know, he's still fairly young, 20 years of age. And I, I love my international prospects. And, you know, number 28 for me, it's Sung Chi Chang. Uh, he kind of exploded onto the scene last year in the FCL, showed tremendous speed, um, showed good bat-to-ball skills. I know the competition wasn't as great in the FCL as he's facing now in, you know, even low A and Bradenton, but he's still batting a fairly decent average at 257. He even gave us two home runs, so he's shown a little pop, 19 ribbies, and he's showing off the speed at nine stolen bases. And, when we have seen Bradenton, and it's been weird, we haven't been able to see a lot of Bradenton. Uh, he's mm. seemed to stretch out singles into doubles, and I think he even got what one or two triples. Murph, I know you've paid attention more to Bradenton than I have, yeah, yeah recently. A couple triples issue. So, mm-hmm. it, I love me some speed, and the Pirates have a ton of it. It's just who can separate themselves right mm. now. And personally, I think Chang has separated himself as one of those top speed guys in the system. Um, So that's my number 28. I I don't know how you guys feel about it or if you have him close or fairly close. So he was, he was, um, I guess,
1: full transfer. He was one of the last few that I left off of the list.
0: Okay. So just I I
1: think when we did the P2 ones, I left him off as, as well. More of a, I I've heard really good things about him, but I haven't physically seen him yet. Mm-hmm. so and, and I mean he's looked good the little bit that I've seen it's just it's kind of more of like I want to see a little bit more out of before him. before I really start
2: yeah moving one on time, on. I, I know like we were discussing earlier but part of me is I just feel like there's no one that's really popping in Bradenton right now yeah so there's there's a lot of guys I I didn't put on my list that I feel could like as we were just talking about with Malone like guys I could you know shoot up the list quickly you know once things start clicking but as of right now it's just there's no one that i really feel confident in saying like yeah this guy is looking really promising that's fair
0: that's fair Mm
2: -hmm. all right nola who you got at number 28 man well this this is one of my personal favorites that i've been uh, table pounding for about (laughs) three three, four years now ever (laughs) since i saw him back in the uh, original greensboro low a days when, when the streaming was days. even worse uh y- Yeri de los santos okay.
0: I've,
2: I've been a huge fan of that dude for a while. i still remember watching him in low a at Greensboro and it's just like this dude is filthy and he' the fast but the uh, mid mid 90s heater the slider is just disgusting when that when that pitch is on it's just sword after sword after sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he looked good in his major league debut. I mean,
0: yeah. I know it was pretty much a blowout against the Rockies, but it's still major league hitting. And he looked yeah, he didn't look scared, which is uh, a big he, plus. He,
2: and he went against their middle of the order too. Yeah. So.
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm not mad at it, man.
0: De San- uh, I, I have De Los Santos a little higher than you, but I get why you yeah. put him there. <sighs> Murph, I, I have a feeling you have a Bradenton guy here.
1: I, I got another Bradenton guy coming up, or a couple now technically, but not quite yet. I got one a little bit higher, right? Um, then my next guy on the list really impressed me with a, a lot of the little things, but like it's I got him here more of because I feel like a lack of upside kind of thing, but he's looking more sure, like, of a sure thing lately. I, I have a Tucupita Marcano up here, so okay. I, okay. I I think I think I like him as like an overall like super utility guy, like with all the time he's spending in the left, left field and out right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Still doesn't look like great out there. Still looks like he's having a problem tracking the balls, but I mean, it, he he's still new to the position, so like like I I, I don't doubt that there's going to be adjustments with that, but he he's hit really good this month um can play a little bit everywhere. I love his base running when he gets on the base. Like he's always looking to extend a single into a double has has a couple times. Yeah. Um, so I and mean, he's had a lot of close play yeah. and he's been thrown out a couple <clears throat> times too trying to stretch i know i know he got th- thrown out at third base to end mm-hmm. the inning i think i believe it was at one of the mm-hmm. richmond games i was at so so like i mean he's been thrown out to straight so like i don't think the speed was because like when 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 they first got him in the trade i think like the thought in my head was like oh he's a faster adam Frazier. yeah and i don't think that's necessarily turning out that way the speed isn't it's just maybe he's Yeah, maybe he just doesn't read the 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 pitcher, right? Maybe the speed isn't as great in the stolen bases thing. He's just Mm -hmm. like just pushes the the out the inexperienced outfielders and stuff like the minority outfielders and stuff like that. Maybe he doesn't have that same kind of success in in the majors, but I guess we'll just have to kind of see.
0: Now you, you know, you mentioned that you know he's struggled tracking balls in the outfield. Now that he's gotten called back up to Pittsburgh, he got recalled. Would you place him at the DH spot since Vogelback and Yoshi are out just to get him at bats and not really worry about the defensive side of things?
1: I mean, I'd like to get him, get, get him a lookout in the field and and, and stuff like that. I mean, at at this point, I mean, you're playing Castro more or less out of position at, at at shortstop. So he is playing
0: third base Friday night. So Friday night. Yeah. They're giving key some, I mean, that's,
1: that's good. Yeah. um more natural for him but uh i i would i mean you're not he's not gonna he's not gonna learn how to to track fly balls as the I, designated hitter so like you, yeah. you kind of want the development to still continue even though he's in pittsburgh now mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. okay i got you um 27 i have him a little higher than you did murph but i have jc flowers uh i've always liked jc mm-hmm. um I think he has the stuff to be a starter, but I, I really like him coming out of the pen. Um, I'm what not. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't, I I don't know, man. I, I think I, I know this is a c- classic Codyism, but I, I think he just looks different coming out of the pen. There's a different mentality, and you can even see it in his splits uh, in Greensboro. And I don't think he even started in Bradenton in 21. Um, no, no, he started starter.
1: exclusively with Bradenton
0: so. okay so I'm, I mean you know you just have him come out as a piggyback guy get the two three innings out of him three innings max I'm talking max and don't do that all the time two innings perfect Will Crow Dylan Peters type role for mm-hmm. um, recency uh, to look at but yeah JC Flower still on my list at 27 I wish he was higher he just hasn't performed the way I thought he would this year, mm-hmm. but that's okay. There's still plenty of time to yeah. jump up some. And he's he's looked better as
1: of late too. Yeah, so that's that's encouraging. Yeah. I tell you what though, Cody Cody could look at a, a starting pitcher and like man, he pitched seven shutout innings. You don't know be better than that if he pitched <laughs> three shutout innings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the numbers do not lie, and seven <laughs> shutout innings are way rarer than three. He threw a no hitter. What he'd be better if you just took <laughs> him
1: out after two. <laughs>
2: <That's right. laughs> he'd I'll be throwing you, 96 instead of 95
1: yeah just think just think that whole extra mile
0: hey man <laughs> it, it, it works in the end so <laughs> mlb the show has worked phenomenally for me using that method so i don't want to hear no shit um okay. since nola went you know before after me and go ahead murph who do you have at 27
1: so I guess this is going to be the first, like, shocker of everything. Okay. But, uh, and like I said, I, I guess this kind of counteracts a little bit of what, what I said earlier about not wanting to buy too much into two months. But I, I, I have Matt Frazier. At, mm. at 20, yeah. yeah, I have Matt Frazier. I mean, mm. like, he had that really nice home run last night. where he's he's already He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you see
2: ball- my yeah. face.
1: <laughs> and, and so the power is still there it, it's it's just like everyone else looks like they're clicking but he's still struggling mm-hmm. he's still struggling to get it. And, and i know i know we were, shouldn't have expected the same power numbers going from but like the power numbers changed completely the strike ups were a little bit up so there's like maybe a little bit of like hey we need to pay attention mm-hmm. to this going into next year, uh, and but I don't think anyone would have guessed this exactly.
2: Yeah, would. and, and I, I
1: wanted to keep him. I wanted to keep. And we were talking about this off the air. I wanted to keep him as high as I could, but every time I got to another outfielder, I'm like yeah. okay, well he's performed a little bit better than than Frazier, and I mm-hmm. like a little bit more of like some of the other stuff that he gives too. Mm-hmm.
2: So it wasn't bad. an
1: easy decision. I didn't like the decision, but yeah.
2: It's fair, I mean, I, I, I can understand that, and that and one of the things that got me with him is the fact that, uh, with him struggling so much, it, was it just he carried that momentum last year because he got like 100 at bats in Altoona last year, so it's not like hey, it's his first time in double A, first time seeing pitching, yeah, in double A, and it's like he had the 100 at bats, and then all of a sudden it was just gone yeah, like that. He, momentum he hit
1: like, like, speaking of momentum, like he hit a home run in like his first game with Altuna, I think, or within the first was, game or two.
0: And then it was just doubles, and the the, the power yeah. seemed to go away.
1: Yeah, the, the power or the home run power was like just mm.
2: gone. Yeah. Well, that's what even now kind of worries me with uh Gorski because Gorski came up and he's been taking his momentums ran right into Altuna and he's been crushing. It. He hit a home run in his first game, with a mammoth home run. I think that that ball was yeah. destroyed, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does worry me a little bit that you know is he same thing going to happen to him? Um, but I mean, yeah, it does seem like Fraser might be turning around a little bit more lately. Yeah,
1: that that home run's a big one to hit. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. how it did the night that we were recording, I was watching the Sol Meadow game. Um, but yeah, I mean, some something to watch. Like I hate I, I hate doing it because it feels like drastic over two months. But it uh, hasn't really been a good two months.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's been kind of that bad of a two month span.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, so for my twenty seventh, uh, I mean, I, I went with an Altoona outfielder. Uh yeah, It's oh, Connor of- Scott. Um, he, he he's still doing pretty well. Um, he he didn't maintain that. Super him, hot first month he had. I mean, that first month he had, he was just destroying the ball. Um, he seems a, a pretty decent outfit. I, I don't know about the arm. I had, there was one throw from right field where I was like, oh, man, that, that was a pretty nice throw. But then they put him in center field, and he's made some throws that, I'm like, ugh. Like, they were up the line. They weren't too strong. So, um, and, and he <laughs> lost some
1: points for, for that that
2: run home he had. That that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, um yeah and then i i, I did just also just worry a little bit about the power if power is going to show up um it only has the one home run which i mean i know altoona isn't exactly a uh, big power park um, that was in richmond
1: they hit that home run
2: yeah and that's it so I I think he he has potential in him, but I oh. didn't, I didn't want to jump him too high. I think I think Baseball America just added him at number thirty. Um, pipeline
1: Pipeline did too.
2: Yeah, but yeah, so that's my number thirty. Twenty seven. <laughs> it's not your number thirty, man. Come on, you can't you no. can't
0: be going back in the time
2: now. <laughs> you can't go right. in the time warp. This
0: ain't no no no. no. <laughs> this ain't Rocky Horror Picture Man. Oh. <laughs> um. For for me, uh, Nolan might, you know, kick me out of the club for this, but uh, I have Blake Sable at number 26.
2: I'm just and happy you have him in the top 30.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got Can him say, in the if, top
2: 30,
1: if, man. If Brandon 26 gets you kicked out of the circle, then I'll just see myself out.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> I, Blake Sable has performed uh, unbelievably so far in the season. I mean, we've seen the power. And, you know, Kyron Madison, as we know, talked about his power, like MVP, he'd be hitting the batter's eye on the regular and guys would look and he go, yeah, that, that's, that's Blake Sable. That, that dude just hits bombs on a constant basis. And I don't know. I, I think he's obviously not the top catching prospect. As of now, Davis is, but we haven't seen a whole lot of Davis, you know, fractured his wrists and, mm-hmm. you know, injury issues start to come up again. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking, OK, who's next in line? You got Bins, uh, you got Gutierrez, you got Andy Rodriguez, who's extremely versatile and can move wherever. But where is Sable's place as he comes up? Is it at catcher? Maybe. Do you throw him in right field or first base? Maybe. I don't know. So that's why he's not as high on the list as I'd like him to be. But the power is definitely there. I mean, the bat doesn't really come into question with me. So I don't know. Where do you guys feel like he has a future in the field? Obviously,
1: I think that's part of the reason why I left him off the list is because I'm still not quite sure as to w- where exactly his home's going to be because i remember like you spoke about when we talked to to Kyron about it like he was he was he dropped how um like they we could see him some in the outfield and some at first base this year obviously with you know carter been struggling and now with uh, tank hurt they couldn't you know they've kind of been pressed to keep him at catcher so we haven't seen much of that versatility yet i mean the power's legit i don't just don't know about his home defensively or anything yet i mean having the dh now and the NL, i guess that doesn't matter as much but yeah i would like to see some sort of defensive home that you can play Mm -hmm. yeah and it's not that true sorry
2: (laughs) well i I gotta say um uh my mind's gonna be spicy but uh okay but the only hint i'll give is that we're gonna have to wait another week before you know where i put them
0: hmm <laughs> mm.
2: Drop a little hit bomb on us. I like it. Uh-oh. I like it.
0: That means you guys gotta subscribe to the podcast to keep yeah, up to see
2: where Jeffy put Blake Sable. Mm. Number
1: one. I, I was told you would bring number
2: one through 30. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's was... what we were told. So well, yeah, that's, that's the we that's told. the real list. This is my this is my uh my secondary list. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. This this is so I had something more to talk about. That's fair. With the boys, as opposed to just 30, Blake Sable. 29, Blake Sable. 28, (laughs) Blake Sable. (laughs) Guys, I mean, I do feel that, especially with the way he's hitting this year, I mean, I I guess next week we can go into a little deeper too, but the way he's hitting this year, I mean, he's showing that the bat is real. He's out hitting guys that were presumed to be far more advanced than him. Just, I mean, just as we were just talking about Frazier, you know, he just – he came up last year, had those 100 bats where he looked great, and then this year it's just, like, what happened? And it's just – Blake Sable the entire year just been hitting, hitting, hitting. And to me, I think also why I'm getting more pro Sable is the fact that they left him at catcher. Um, yeah. The fact that they – to me, promoting Bins was technically a demotion. I, I saw it as they – that Blake Sable passed him on the death chart. So they wanted to leave him in Altoona to keep playing regularly, uh, develop. Whereas Bins, it was. You it was mentioned a that move, it was a yeah. move. It was a move to make room for Tank. Yeah. And clearly, the bat wasn't ready for Bins to go up. So, to me, it was more of an indication that Sable technically passed him on the depth chart. So I, I think they see Sable, as a po- possibly sticking at catcher. Okay. Okay. Now. Who do you have uh, You're on your secondary list, of
0: course, at 26? Uh,
2: well, um, so for 26, I got Majinski. I know okay. – uh, It's a bit of a drop from previous lists. Yeah, and that's why – I know he was much higher in lists a lot of times. I just – I don't know. Watching him, I think I even mentioned to you all recently, uh, me and Murph were talking about the game the other day. He started – I think he is more leading towards the uh, Cody type of career as a swing man. Because um, obviously he's got the mid-90s stuff. He's got a pretty good breaker, but it's just he's so inconsistent. And
1: I think a lot of it, that's going to have to be him staying on the on, on the field long enough to, to try to find some of that consistency. Yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. Right, right now,
1: you know, I mean, he only missed, what, I think it was one start when they put mm-hmm. him on the I.O. Um, mm-hmm. But still, like, for a guy who missed missed a good amount of time last mm-hmm. year and then he missed some time in college – like, two different years he missed time in college with injuries. Mm-hmm. It's I just, it's just, just f- a matter of him staying on the field.
2: Yeah, and I just feel like there really hasn't been a period where he's just truly dominated.
1: Yeah, no. Even before he got hurt, he came back, and he was pretty bad when he came back originally mm-hmm. last
2: year. Mm-hmm. Even
1: before then, like, I was – The little bit that I saw of him in Greensboro wasn't overly impressive.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel it. I feel it. Okay, Murph, big bear. 26. Do we finally see a Bradenton cat? No, not yet. Oh, (laughs) Oh. I have
1: another outfielder. (laughs) I have Noah's from the previous one. I got Connor Scott. And Mm. so when I went to Richmond, he was probably the guy who stood out the most out of any one player there um, between the patience and some of the pop that he's shown, like Nola said, hasn't really shown the power since then. Um, kind of been iffy and all that, but i you know, that's part of the up and downs and stuff. So has a good approach at the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, he's more of a, a right fielder than center fielder. Uh,
0: so, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um I mentioned JC Flowers and how he's still on the list, but kind of disappointed me. Um, here's another pitcher that I've wanted to put high on the list and I've had high hopes for in the past, and I've defended him on numerous occasions, and that's Tanaj Thomas at 25. Um, clearly, he's meant for late-inning relief just because he doesn't have the starting pitcher arsenal per se. I mean, I know he tried Uh to develop that change up to kind of stay in the starting rotation. His fastball is legit, you know, reaching hundred plus on occasion hitting high nineties consistently um, has a decent slider to couple with that fastball. It's just, he hasn't put it all together yet, but you also have to look at this cat was a shortstop for a while. And then you transition him into a pitcher and he still has a shit ton to learn. And he's in double a at this point. And he's facing higher competition, higher leverage situations. And he's asked to perform to the best of his ability. And I think he truly is. It's just, he has a lot more untapped potential that we have yet to see. And I think that's why he is still on the list, but at 25 on the lower end of it. Um, So, Murph, I know you've seen him in person. The control issues are still a concern. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: still a little bit of controls. He's had to – and that's kind of disappointing to a a bit because he's had to throttle back a lot, I guess. And, like, the Richmond radar gun wasn't reliable, but, like, there wasn't anything over 94, 95 at at any point anyways. And he got hit hard. Like anytime they, they make contact with it, it it it, it got hit hard.
0: Yeah, yeah I remember watching so, that game. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, not throwing 40 miles an hour though, right? No, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Regardless
1: of what the radar said in Richmond, I don't think anyone there was throwing 40 miles an hour. But there were several occasions where that's what it popped up as. So mm. Okay. okay.
2: I'm it was hard for me really to put any kind of relievers on the list. I saw, I saw the Yeri because him I'm like, I just had to, but personally mm-hmm. like relievers, it was really hard for me to, to with all the, the, the depth that they have, like of players in the minors. Cause it, even like me talking about Majinski, like I think Majinski is probably going to end up in that kind of role and could be strong in that role. So that's why like a guy that's in that role and maybe not, Absolutely just dominating everybody. It was kind of hard for me. And that's I was actually talking to Bob about Tanaj, you know, our Bob friend on Twitter about Tanaj recently. And that's what's confused me about him is when we got him and he pitched in Bristol, it was like he had the, you know, you said the high 90s touching hundred fastball, the devastating slider, and he seemed to have found his control. Yeah. But then when he the next year, it was he still had velocity but then the control was gone again. And then this year it's like the control is just as bad, if not worse. The velocity. And he's lost the velocity. Yeah. And I, I he almost feels like someone where it's almost like it's getting to the point that I feel like they're tinkering with him too much. Instead of just letting the dude go out there and just let it loose, cuz he's had multiple weird windups by now.
0: Yeah, with the double leg kick and double leg kick hesitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. all sorts of stuff. Well, yeah, if I you remember like... last year, we even discussed Tanaj missing games in Greensboro because they were changing his mm-hmm. mechanics. And it's like,
1: mm-hmm. okay, well, are they doing it cool. again? Yeah, that's when they came back. He came back with that double leg kick originally.
2: Yeah, pump. That leg pump. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's not quite like Clayton Kershaw because his leg pumps are weird, but he does have that, that I don't know how to explain it. I I don't know if it's quite working for him. And I starting to I'm starting to question, but I I still have him at, uh, like I said, 25, but uh.
2: that's fair. That's fair. Murph,
0: please. Is it Bradenton? (laughs) I'm going to keep guessing. (laughs) No, no Bradenton yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have, I'm looking at this list right now and there's a lot of outfielders right here. Yeah, and my my number thirty one was an outfielder too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my next on the list is Cannon Smith and Jadw. Okay, uh, I don't. I think I don't think the power is ever going to come to to what you kind of want. But if I'm not mistaken, unless he didn't get on base last night or or either one of those games, he's been on base every single game he's played this month.
0: He's been on fire. He did.
1: Yeah, so that's pretty that's pretty good. The, so he's just on base machine. Plays pretty good out in the outfield despite his kind of you know, he's got that little stocky stocky mm. build, he moves pretty good. Um Pirates have a lot of left handed outfielders.
0: Isn't that oh, yeah. insane? Like we were starving for left handed bats, even at the major league level, and now we we're, have too righties. too many
1: they start calling
0: all these guys
1: up that they have, like it's going to be all lefties.
2: Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe Cole, maybe Cole Tucker should have switched to right-handed full time.
1: That's what he should have done. That would have been the <laughs> smart thing to do. And no, but now he's just another lefty lefty um, utility guy. Uh, yeah, and, but
2: he hit. and hitting worse.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, Cole Tucker's twenty-four for me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Okay. All I guess. right. Cannon Smith. Well, my, I can it. Yeah, I say my my twenty five is probably a bit of surprise for anybody who knows me. Um, uh, but before that, I I know in talking with, about Ken Smith, and I'm still holding out hopes for that man, that power. I've seen him rip a ball when he turned I just, on. A, I think like, I think
1: you just keep him on the roster just in case there's like a bench clear and brawl after the highlight from yeah. Arizona where yeah. he tackled that dude. Yeah, absolutely. You keep him <laughs> yeah. on the roster. That's a big boy, man, for that. He's definitely a big boy.
2: Because Mo- Moran was always one of those, like, disciplined, patient hitters, and then he would just, like, slap Too a passive. ball slap a ball to left field. And you're like, well, okay. But when he decided he wanted to turn on a ball, I still learned a ball, uh, the home run he hit in Cincinnati against Matt Harvey, the ball was at his eyeballs, and he just obliterated it to dead center. And I'm like, yeah. where is that? Like more consistently, and that's kind of what I'm still holding out I hope for with Ken is that he will get a little more aggressive and that raw power will finally show up.
0: Okay.
2: Now, do you have About, him at
0: your 25?
2: I do not. I do not. But that's all I was gonna say. My mine will become a well. It's gonna be a surprise of most people that know me. I have Marcano at 25. mm Hmm. Mm. As soon as eat some chrome, bitch <laughs> yeah yeah i I because i know my my biggest thing with him and i i would always talk to you y'all, y'all know uh nmr in the uh, p2 comments the thing we would always talk about is just i know he was a great on base machine but it's just he would never hit the ball with any kind of authority it was just like people were, like talking about like i think they called it slug bunts and mm-hmm. it was it was like he he would have had to have been an infield single machine to be a big league player. But it seems like he's finally starting to hit the ball with some authority, hitting gaps. And uh, I know the video Murph posted recently, because everybody would always talk about compare him to Frazier, and he hit he poked that ball to left field line. Um, and I was like, that's the first time. I'm like, that was vintage Adam Frazier. Because he always loved doing that, especially in the minors. You get in. a low outside, like, breaker, and he would just poke it to the left field line and easy double.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. Is it just me, or does it – do you need, like, the uh, sound every time Marcano hits the ball? Like, <laughs> I feel like that's the noise that he makes every time. I mean, he,
1: hit. he. He's a max effort guy, so it wouldn't surprise me.
0: Like, just a classic <laughs> tennis match of like, mm-hmm. <sighs> like I mean, how lighter, how lighter. Which, bro, uh, if he's throws. gonna be a
2: full time outfielder, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll finally get him to pack on some weight. And I'm like, man, that, that kid needs a cheeseburger. <laughs> a string
0: bean, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definite string bean. Um, yeah. 24, I have him a little higher than uh, you guys have him, but Connor Scott, I've placed at 24. I think if he would have continued on the toward pace that he was on that first month, we may be talking top maybe. 15, maybe mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I'm happy that we got him in that trade, especially for a catcher who was old. <laughs> like, let's just say old. Um, wow. that That hurts. That hurts. Yeah, man. I, I know. I know. I'm just a young buck of the group, but it's, it's, it's all. It's all you can't be beautiful forever, baby. And I'm going to enjoy it. It's okay. Okay. It's all That's good. Great. But <laughs> Connor Scott, 24, I mean, he's shown decent pop. He shows decent outfield skills. Like Nola said, I'm not sure if he has a noodle arm, but it's not the greatest of arms. Um, shows decent speed out there, can track balls down. Mm hmm. And he has a decent bat-to-ball skill. So 24, I think, is a solid number for Scott and gives him plenty of room to grow throughout the season. You know, consistency is key with him. I like mm-hmm. Him. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: Murph. Uh, well, no, no. no. Okay. Who do you have at uh, 24? Go to bed, good. Okay, Connor Scott, good. <laughs> 24. Um, th- this was another personal dilemma for me. Um, uh Talks of uh, like international guys. I went with Tony Blanco Jr. Ooh,
1: <clears throat> spicy! That is spicy.
2: In part because I just want to. I'm just spicy fan.
1: meatball.
2: A 16 year old kid at 6'6, 245. I'm just uh, envisioning a, my fantasy of okay. envisioning my fantasy of you know what well, I was hoping with O'Neal, just letting him go to the outfield, add 20 pounds, and just. Destroy baseballs. I am 12. Like, that's the and, perfect uh, gift for him. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, every time they say his age, he's going to be met with the... Are you, <laughs> though? Are you? Yeah. Are you? Oh, one?
2: yeah. That's definitely going to be... That's a big boy. That's huge, that is, man. That and is, that's I'm like,
1: so excited to see him at some point eventually. Yeah. Have it, you it, seen...
2: It's so difficult though, and then especially when we're sitting here talking about Bradenton, it's just there's there's very few of these international like DSL kids really like clicking, and hitting the ground running, and it's just I'm starting to get those fears again that is this still a inside developmental issue that they have? Because even I was sitting there like I haven't heard anything on Christopher Cruz. Like what's happened to him? (laughs) He was supposed to be a – he was a top 30 international signing, and I think he pitched okay last year in uh, the GCL, FCO, yeah. whatever they want to call it these days. And it's – I would have thought he should have been in Bradenton at least already.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had the same feeling about Del Rosario too, pitching in the FCO. Then he got the mm-hmm. bump. I thought him – and Cruz, you know, mm. would get the same—I don't know—path. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, that's a spicy, like <laughs> Merce says, spicy meatball pick it just uh, for that spicy high, For that high, I mean, hasn't really shown anything yet, but I mean, I can dig it, man. Living out your Polanco fantasy.
2: Yeah, that 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 that, that that's almost based purely off of fan fan fantasy uh, projection.
0: Okay. Uh, before Murph goes, I just want to ask you, Nola, because I know me and you, Uri Espinal, have you seen how much uh, weight that boy packed on during the offseason? I, I have not. I'll have to send you a video of him. That dude got cakes, like major <laughs> cakes. Like that dude bulked up for sure. Um, same thing with uh, Giovanni Planchard, man. he That dude is a
2: wall. Dude, he's a tank. And, dude, Yuri didn't need it. He was hitting balls. Fucking 480 at 16 without weight.
0: Yeah, he gained he gained. I don't know if it's just the food he's been eating or what, man, but he, he looked like he gained a few pounds uh during the off season At least the videos I've seen of him recently. Mm-hmm. Um but Murph, I don't mean to interrupt you, man. Who do you got next?
1: I have Jack Sawinski next.
0: And okay. I
1: don't think I had him on on the top 30 going into the year with P2. I'm pretty sure, fairly certain I didn't. Even though he was a guy that I really liked, the more that we kind of read about him and you know all the updates you did in the off season with him, um, he's just and, and tied for the or leads all NL rookies in home runs. Yeah, I can't really say too much else mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, um, that short Porsche. numbers. Numbers say that he's not chasing balls out of the zone. Really, uh, he's he balls in play really bad luck with that right now so like he's hit in line come in yeah
0: yeah I so. feel bad for him but like I said he doesn't look out of place which no no is a good sign if anything he doesn't look out of place and if worse comes to worse he's a fourth outfielder and you really can't ask much more than that especially with the projections he's had coming mm. through even the Padres system. so you know I, I like that ranking. I like it. Um, me, you know, you guys had Kanan, I have him at 23. Um, he's been on a pretty damn good pace as of late in <laughs> Indianapolis, <laughs> but Kanan's Smith and Jigba has been on a tear, I'd say, uh, in AAA. Um, he recently worked out with, uh, my man, Mark Mantuka, same guy who works out with Sawinski and, you know, they tweaked a little things here and there and, you know, he's showing some pop shown some on base skills and, you know, he doesn't flash the glove, I'd say in the outfield, but he won't hurt you. And that dude's big and you know how I mm. like my big dude. So Texas grown big dude, like that dude's corn fed. So definitely mm-hmm. has pop potential. Um, and we'll see, we'll see if he jumps up the list eventually, because I'd like to do this again towards the end of the season, see if anyone changed on the list, but yeah, I got Kanan, rated twenty three, and I'm fairly confident at that placement right now. I like it. So my next guy,
1: next guy is someone who,
0: like, I've been really big on for
1: for a while, and and the whole situation when we did the roundtable on on D two this week upset me a little bit on it because I didn't mention him on it, and yet, so like, and, so like, and then I think it was John mentioned it. I, it's it's Dario Lopez. So and then John mentioned it. was like oh and then everyone in the comments is like oh that's a great pick you know he's a, and he's doing so much better and I'm sitting here thinking damn
2: I've been it hyping <laughs>
1: this guy up it for over a me. year and it the one time me. that I decided to go with like you know because I've been really impressed with this uh, Michael Escado's defense that I wanted to give him a shout out for it and I completely missed my opportunity to name drop like my favorite guy on Greensboro so that that really upset me uh, but. The only thing that concerns he's Lopez is starting to hit a lot better. Obviously, the only thing concerning right now is the errors. And mm-hmm. it's looking more and more like he may have to either make the switch to first or try the outfield kind of thing. Because it's just not – something's not clicking still.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, at least you shout him out on the most important thing, and that's the Murfanco experience and everyone Obviously. before – we finish out, you know, the list, we're getting close to the end here. I just want to remind you to rate review and subscribe the podcast. So you keep up with this list and you can give us your feedback on who you think should be ranked, uh, on the list, you know, give us your feedback. We absolutely love interactions with you guys and we're open to discussion. This is an open dialogue. This isn't just our way or the highway type thing. It's, it's pretty chill here, um, especially
2: on these especially on these last ten because these these last ten were easily the hardest.
0: Oh, absolutely! The bottom of the list was super hard, man. Like, yeah I wanted to pick my favorite guys, and I'm like, well, I got I can't just do that. I got to look at you know the mm. overall aspect of it. But
2: well, that's right like, because even with him mentioning D. D- Lopez, D. lo I-, I wanted to get him and Escoto on the list, and I'm just like. Ah. I can't. Like, I I can't really convince myself to do it. I I know both are extremely young for high A, and it's one of those cases maybe if they were a year level lower, they might be dominating. But it was still hard for me to think of that. I
0: wanted to put Flores on the list just Mm. because he's my dude.
2: Yeah. I I couldn't,
0: man. I just couldn't. I could not. Um, Um,
2: Which way? You That was 23? That was twenty three. Yep. Okay, I'll say my my twenty three is uh, Diego Castillo. Hmm. Okay. He's been putting up some,
0: yeah, numbers. He's been decent. Yeah. He's shown he has the clutch gene as of late. I can dig well,
2: it. That, I mean, I, the fact that I mean, he obviously had that huge spring and then didn't carry it over just yet into the MLB. I don't. I don't think he's ever gonna, you know. Project wow. to be a yeah. 30, thirty home run guy, like some people were saying, or some people were saying that, what people were saying. <laughs> yeah, Somebody but, saying
0: that? Yeah, people I, were saying that in spring man.
2: <laughs> I, I think I think people were saying maybe twenty. They're putting a twenty home run on him, but yeah, you know, certain other people like to embellish the people hyping it was like, oh, I can't believe people think he's going to hit fifty home runs. Like what? nobody said that, but yeah. I, I think I think he could still turn into a pretty decent player. Yeah.
0: Like a and, super utility type guy, yeah.
2: Well, and that's one of those things too. With making these lists, is makes it kind of difficult. Is that someone like Castillo is really is achieving a lot for a lot of these guys. Like oh, yeah. the fact that he made the majors, and I mean that he's hitting two thirty five with a six hundred OPS. Like it's not great. But, you know, that's going to be it for a lot of guys, you know. Yeah. And it's just the guy making it to the majors to even get the chance to start every day. But I, I think there's a chance he could, you know, pick it up a little more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think one of the big things with me for him was the fact that he's been able to show versatility playing Mm. shortstop playing second base playing right field and he doesn't look extremely lost in right field I know there was a couple plays where he didn't really track the ball with the Clementi wall it's a tough thing to even track on where the Mm. ball is going to land but he doesn't look lost and I think it's the same thing with Sawinski is he puts together a professional aura he doesn't Mm. look lost and I think that's the perfect placement for him I I have him a little higher on my list uh just because, Thanks. yeah. But Castillo definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, has shown that. Although Clay Holmes is being lights out with the Yankees, it wasn't as bad of a deal. It, it's still bad, but just because yeah, we know play- how
1: fickle relievers can be, and, and like, oh yeah, absolutely. If Clay Holmes has an amazing year this year. There's no guarantee that. that- it's going to still be the case the following year. It's no guarantee that it's, it, he finishes
0: that way.
2: He's going to get so. a fat extension and then just turn back into Pirates. Clay Holmes.
0: Well, the thing was with him is he had all the stuff. It's like the same thing with Mitch Keller oh, yeah. and all these other pitchers. Is he had the stuff. He just couldn't. We Yeah, we saw it. We saw this stuff sometimes.
2: Yeah. It's just. Well, yeah. it. I mean, although it was like, because I, I watched a lot of Clay Holmes as he came up. And, and that's why I, I, even with Keller, though, I, I can't. Keller was more projection hmm. throughout the entirety of his minor league career. It was just that he has great control and throws hard and a yeah. great curve. Whereas like watching Clay Holmes, when he was healthy, that dude would mow through hitters like nobody's business. Like hmm. he'd be in triple A and just no one could touch him. Kind Can of reminds
0: you it? of Erie a little bit, the way he's been performing.
2: Yeah. I kind of get the I mean, same. Just, vibe. When
0: on, yeah, I get the same vibe. Um, okay, okay. Uh, twenty-two, uh, second to last pick of the night. Uh, I have Mlad Majinski. Uh, he's been extremely disappointing as of late, and like you guys were saying, he hasn't put together everything to kind of make everything pop, but. You know me, I love my swing men. I love my two inning, three inning guys. And I had to, I had to put him there at 21, the highest of the the swing men of tonight. Just because I think he has the potential to become an elite pen arm. Eventually, eventually, of course. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's the last name that I have such a hard time spelling. Maybe it's yeah. uh the Neveroskis. Uh, dilemma yeah. I could never spell that dude's last name. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 like Majinski still, and I think he has somewhat of a potential to become an elite bullpen arm. And that's uh, 22 for moi. Uh, yeah. So
2: Nola, Ted, or 20, 22? 22, 22, 22. Um, th- this was another guy that. I, I wasn't really sure how to rate how he's been as of late, but uh, I, I went with Miguel Ujure at mm. twenty two.
0: I left him off my list,
2: unfortunately. You did yeah? Well, that's what I and I started looking at some of his numbers because that was nothing. I was especially when I was when I've been arguing with people lately about all these uh, fungible claim uh, <laughs> waiver claims and. And i like, talking about, like, Tyler Beatty, I'm like, man, the thing is, like, Tyler Beatty's never been good. Like, yeah. I don't think he's ever had more than, like, 30 innings in a year where he was good. Yeah. And that's why, I like, for some reason, and then I looked at Yajure, and I'm like, man, he just – it was just, like, level after level after level. It just – he pitched well. And, I mean, it was always, like, a, yeah, ERA rating the threes or lower. And it just – I don't know if it's recurring injuries. Um because it seems like he's just been injured the entire time since he's come over. Yeah. Um, Cause I think they were even mentioned the last time he threw that he wasn't throwing as hard. So when we got him, he was in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Since we've had him, he's only been like low nineties. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's just a matter of he needs to get fully healthy. Cause even his first, um, his first start in Indy this year, I mean, he, he was blowing guys away. He, he looked completely different than he did when he was pitching at Pittsburgh and was getting annihilated. Um, so I guess I, I I put him at 22 because I still have some hope that maybe they'll A get him back to Yeah. Okay. Okay. I
1: think he falls under the, the Brennan Malone category for me because I, I, I'm like Cody, I left him off too. It, yes. It's yeah. like injury after injury after injury and like, now the injury issue itself is limiting his upside to like mm-hmm. pro- like you're probably not going to see him as a starter anymore because of it. Like yeah. at best, at best, we can hope for is like a, a like a two inning guy out of the bullpen. So that alone kind of limits his his value.
2: <laughs> but I'm, I'm surprised Cody doesn't just have a like you know like my top thirty one through thirty is Sable. Like Cody doesn't have a
1: <laughs> oh you could pitch two innings. You're on my list. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: we go around
0: the the clubhouse. Okay, how many innings do you think you could pitch? Because I'm making a list, man. I, I gotta know. Four,
2: four, <laughs> no, I'll three, uh, three
0: no. <laughs> Write his name
1: down just to crumple it up and throw it away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay, man. Okay, you want to play like that? I'll play. Um, twenty-one. Last pick of the Ready? night.
1: Oh wait, no. Murph gave his twenty-two.
2: Yeah.
1: No, Sorry. no, I'm giving my twenty-two.
0: Oh, well, oh goddamn it, Michael.
1: Murph! <clears throat> Get your shit together, I, man. <laughs> so, um, my twenty-two. I have Mason Martin. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, I like. Okay. My, my I, I go I go a lot with the the value at what kind of position you played to on it, and, and, and you know, first basemen are kind of at the very bottom when it comes to. <laughs> Position no, value wise. I got you. Um I, I like okay, so maybe he's he's striking out about what we expect with him. The power's insane. The dude but like at this point, like he kinda is what he he is. Like he's gonna get mm. called up when, whenever he does get called up, he's gonna hit it very, very deep or he's gonna strike out. And, it, and it's all gonna I will say that he he has shown the ability to make some adjustments in Indy this year I've been very impressed with some of his at-bats it's definitely mm-hmm. some I've seen more impressive at-bats this to this point of the season I guess almost as many as I did last year over the whole course of the year mm-hmm. he, he he's staying in counts longer he's he he you know He's working counts. He worked one count perfectly into his favor and hit a home run. Um, but still, in the end, he, he's he's gonna do what he he does. He just does it really good. We just gotta hope so.
2: First, and thing I will say, I did, have, I did not have
1: not him on my P two list to go into the year two. So I guess I should say so. Wow,
0: that, that
1: I am mm. that, I, that I have at least bought into it some more than I did before.
0: Shots fired.
1: From well, I mean, I, I did, I did. Cause like at that point going into the years, like I, like I just, the, the strikeouts were going to be too much for him, but I got you. Yeah. He he's, he's shown me a far better, even if the strikeouts was still there, the walks still aren't really there. He He's yeah. shown a, a better approach this year than he has last year. So no, I, I, yeah, I feel it. I, I think I'll give, him, I'll give him credit for that.
0: I think the defensive ability that I've seen and you've pointed out several times Oh yeah, kind of catapulted him up my list. Yeah, um, so like he
1: he's he's definitely above average defensively for a first baseman, but mm-hmm. overall, when when you like when I'm looking at his like every position, it's still like he's above average defensively at first base, Yeah. which is Boo. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot different. Boo, than this man than above average defensively <laughs> at shortstop.
0: Boo,
2: so Murphy's good first baseman. <laughs>
0: No, I feel you, man. I, it, that's, that's a fair assessment. I got you. But um, Murph may hate me for my last pick of the night because he's not higher, but I have Carlos Jimenez at mm. 21. Um, Murph, did you have him, have him higher? I don't have him at all. You don't have him at all?
1: <laughs> I don't have him at all. And, and <laughs> I've probably been tooting the, the him and his horn louder than anyone on, on Twitter recently. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he he fell into my two months. Well, no, go ahead, go ahead and explain your your thing about it, and then I'll. I'll no, 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 he, go go go
0: right on ahead, man. I was like,
1: he kind of fell into the the two month only two months worth of kind of like at at the level he's at. Does show does have a little bit of a control issue? The the curveball needs some. I mean, it's it's all he's nineteen years old, kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. like he he's kind of shown the upside to where like. But if he continues this the rest of the year, I can definitely see him cracking the top 30, maybe even the top twenty with no mm. issue at all. It's just right now he, he, he's still more in the the raw he's stage t- for me. Yeah. It is to
2: refine it a little bit.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, but I mean that's yeah. kind of where you know the I, age. I feel comes like for as play. good as the
1: changeup is sometimes he misses where he wants to put that change up a lot.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I get, I get what you're saying there, but I think 21 is 21. I can can, stuff stuff
1: wise, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. The stuff, the stuff, the stuff is probably top 20. Yeah, like that. Like if you look just at his his stuff, like yeah, I'm a little upset that he's just Mm -hmm. 21 for you.
0: Yeah. Um, So you know when when I talked to John months ago about Jimenez, I posted a video. It was a slowdown a video of him throwing his changeup and John DM me and was talking his changeup from what I've been told from scouts that have seen him play and see him pitch. It's one of the best changeups that they've seen in quite some time. And the fact that that can become a deadly weapon for him. And the fact that he's mastered a changeup at such a young age, when a changeup for any pitcher, starting pitcher or reliever is kind of the last dragon you have to slay to save the princess. I guess I should continue with Mm. this analogy, but it, I don't know. It's that ability there to where he can develop such a complex pitch and use it effectively. A lot of the time is why that he's at 21 and I, I will have to see eventually more progression from him but the age comes into play where he plays comes into play and maybe we see a late season promotion to Greensboro I I doubt it but it's possible and can he survive the hell that is known as First National Bank Park who knows but I have him at 21 and I feel the most confident out of everything that I've said today with him there to speak on that
1: how comfortable he is with the changeups, I've been tracking his like pitch usage and and the the spin rates and everything like that. He has thrown 161 fastballs this year. This is including um Friday. Friday, whenever we're recording. Yeah. This is including his outing tonight. So he threw 161 fastballs this year. He has thrown 141 change ups.
2: Hmm.
1: He is right. And there was two outings, I believe it was, where he threw more changeups than he did fastballs. Yep, he he is that confident in that pitch already. And to build up, like John and I were talking too after I posted a couple of videos on it, I I did that for that article I wrote. I did the little comparison with him and Devin Williams yep. in the changeup. And as soon as I mentioned that to John, he, he said that um, he actually had a scout come to him and make that exact same comparison with it on it between the grip and some of the the movement and stuff like that. And, and so I'm the trying change to think. of potentially is yeah.
2: And I'm trying to think like can, can I can even think of who who's the last pitcher we've developed that had a good change of I feel like that's always been the holdback in every pitcher we've developed.
1: Yeah. 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 No one really it was it like I read something where like that just really wasn't an emphasis with with um Mm-mm. When Huntington was was
2: in, you know, that's what in they town. they would always take away their breaking stuff. They would be like, "No, you're just throwing fastball throw so, until you can locate it, and then and maybe we'll eventually give you a breaking ball back." And then it's like, "All right, now the change up," and it's yeah, and it's and probably the it's hardest hard. and it's the hardest pitch to probably master. master
0: it is, yeah. and you know, even talking to Eric Minshaw, former Bristol pitching coach, he, he a lot of guys mentioned him as the change up guru. And he would teach guys these changeups. And the fact that they let, I, I don't know, maybe it's biased, but <laughs> he definitely could have been an asset to these kids now. And, you mm-hmm. know, just working with a guy like Jimenez would be incredible to work with a guy who knows the changeup so well. I, I don't know. It's, like I said, it's bias. You boys go on, name your final pick of the night.
1: My final pick will. I think we'll all like this one. Maybe maybe you guys won't like where I have him since neither of you guys have named him yet. But I have a, I have Cal Mitchell. Oh, no, I don't. Never mind. Never mind. Spoiler for next week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got my first uh, Bradenton player. I got a uh, Rodolfo Nolasco. Oh, that so, high, huh? He, he he struggled a little bit this year, but a lot of guys in Bradenton struggled as well. The, the power that we heard about there very much when he has been able to make contact, you can see mm-hmm. it there. Yeah. I've also been tracking his um like the exit velocities of all the the hitters as well. His uh exit view right now is above what major league average would be. So, okay.
2: He hits the ball hard. That's what we always heard. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and
1: that's like that. So like so when when it comes to like launching angles, I, I when I was reading if I read it right, like the sweet spot anywhere between 8 and 32, mm-hmm. like his sweet spot percentage is like right at 45 to 50 percent so he's he's catching at the right angle mm. the majority of the time
0: okay the it's not a spicy meatball like uh no was there but that's pretty <laughs> I, that's higher I like than i expected spicy. i had an Alaska at 32
1: person I, I had okay. an go like a, i think a, a right about the same with b2 at the beginning of the year so he yeah. didn't have too much movement like he struggled but like everyone's struggling there and He's played a little bit better lately. So
2: he, he's good. someone I, he's not a player that I, I kind of I wanted to get on the list, but I just couldn't talk myself into it. Um, but at 21, I, I finally have uh, Frazier. Oh, and okay. That's where he, and I know he, again, yeah, he's slid down lists, but um, he's, he's been hitting better lately. And if he can uh, click again, I think he's definitely still got a lot of potential in him. So, yeah, I got him at 21. Okay. That's a solid list
0: so far, boys. I feel it's had some spicy picks, had some expected picks. Mm -hmm. And I'm fairly confident with uh, 30 through 21. Um, But, folks, you know, like I said, chime in. Let us know who your 30 through 21 are. And, you know, if you just want to give one, that's fine. But, you know, you have to subscribe to the podcast. You got to rate, review, and subscribe, baby, because yeah. we need it. We, we, we need those interactions. And just so you know, a little bit of round of applause, uh, boys. We reached over 2,000 lifetime downloads for the podcast. So give it up. Give it up. Woop, woop, woop. Woop, woop. And, you know, we're, we're, we're chugging, chugging, chugging along. Uh, on this crazy-ass journey that we call Covering the Pittsburgh Pirates from every and all angles uh, over at Pittsburgh Baseball Now's very own podcast. And next week, we will showcase even more top prospects on our list, and we hope you enjoy it. But that's going to do it for tonight's episode. As always, uh, we will give out our socials so you can follow us. Cause we need those follows. Cause we are a monster when it comes to uh, needing to eat them followers up. So I I don't know why I said that. I'm not going to eat you up. Well, unless you got snacks, I might steal your snacks, but that's as far as I'll go. But <laughs> for me personally, uh, I'll give out my social first. It's at Murphanko, M-U-R-P-H-A-N-K-O. And yeah, give me a follow. Uh, surpassed 1500 followers. Thank you to everybody. Uh, who helped out with that process. And uh, Murph, you beautiful son of a bitch, give out them socials, man.
1: As always, give me a follow on on Twitter at double underscore Murphy 88. I, uh, we just hit 50 subscribers on the YouTube channel as well. No. Actually got a couple more after after I posted that message. So thank you for everyone who subscribes there. Got a request to start doing my own audio commentary on on, on the videos. Oh, shit. So that was something I was thinking about doing at one point. May, may give it a shot with one of them upcoming. So,
0: But you have to subscribe to yes. figure it out.
1: Yes. Yep. yep. You'll never know which one it is unless you subscribe.
0: Absolutely. Fucking lootly. <laughs> Ted, give out your social, man, so uh, the people can follow. You've suppressed
2: 100 followers, by the oh, way. I broke 100. Let's go. I'm Let's big time now.
0: Go. Now you have to say something disparaging so you get back to 69.
2: Yeah, or either that or I have to get up to 169. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, at, at Nola Jeffy, N-O-L-A-J-E-F-F-Y. Yeah. yeah. Louisiana Ted. Louisiana Ted. We'll see uh, if it ever switches back.
0: You'll never know unless you follow him, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. Yeah, there you go. But guys, like I said, that's going to do it for this episode. We genuinely hope you enjoyed it, and we – absolutely hope that you interact with this episode give us your own uh, rankings uh but until then boys and girls we love you very much and guys please can we get it right
2: nope let's go go, go. bucks bucks you <laughs> bastards